0: I could let that bad boy play out for another three and a half minutes and you guys would listen to one of the all-time songs, but I will not do that. That is a introduction to Montante's world. Uh, let's get into it. Let's go. Thank you, Mr. Sellers. For coming cheers. on, cheers! Cheers Absolutely, to you. Uh, cheers.
1: Those Bush heavies. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, your Bush Bush Latte guy. It's okay. Listen, I'll drink either. It's all in but, the Bush family, you know.
0: Yeah, it's all the same umbrella, you know. But Bush is uh, are they, they're owned by they have to be owned by Budweiser, right? Yeah,
1: Anheuser. Obviously.
0: Yep. I wonder what the difference. I wonder what the real difference is between a, a
1: Bush Light and a Bud Light. Uh, well, Bush Light has a more refreshing, great taste. <laughs>
0: Listen, what are they doing? What are they doing? They're wasting. They're wasting time and money not having you. Uh, I'm gonna touch on that later, but um, no. So just, I know you just from the show, obviously. Um, Mister Sellers introduced me, um, through the 5K and whatnot, and you know, kind of getting into Kirk's world. So tell me a little bit. What was, by the way, you were you were probably the cutest little kid of all time. Can you, <laughs> confirm, can you confirm that?
1: I I looked like I was the Jerry Maguire kid with polio. Yeah, I mean, is, <laughs> is that not adorable? I mean, it, it's absolutely adorable. You know, <laughs> so, the only good it. thing is nobody could steal me because nobody wanted to get the chair in the car. <laughs> nice to so it, you know? it kept all the pedophiles away.
0: Good, good, good. Until you came into this world, now you're probably interacting yeah, with exactly. a pedophiles on the regular. I even not <laughs> it. But no, so tell me, what's up? Where'd you grow up? You know, what's uh what's a little bit of a background on you?
1: uh so i grew up in whitman massachusetts i lived there my my whole life uh i went to quinnipiac uh for broadcast journalism connecticut um, yeah so great hockey team I, yes awesome hockey team it's like the only sport that like they were legit at and they were yes. very good at <laughs> at hockey uh so i did a lot of sports broadcasting in high school and in college and then after college i Ended up getting into like retail management, and uh, that's that's my you know main job that I have. But uh, I did about five years ago got into stand up comedy um and you know i just joined an open mic i ran into this kid i went to high school with who was like hey you got to get on stage you know you were always pretty funny and i was like eh, i don't know and then there's a uh, difference between
0: being funny like in class and then being able to actually get up like i'm one of if you exactly if we had to do adult adult school i would be the funniest kid in the class you could put me there with stop the staff and i don't know where the fuck his name is i cannot go on stage and do what you do with a fucking microphone all right be funny funny man I can't do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So luckily I had like a week buffer in between and then I tried it because I was like, I've always talked about trying it and you never know until you actually do it. So I went up there, I got some laughs and then, you know, from there I was like, okay, this is something that I might actually be able to do. And then I started doing a bunch of open mics, got booked on actual shows and, you know, five years later, have you
0: been been paid for your comedy?
1: Yeah, I've, I've been paid for my comedy.
0: What was the fattest payday for you?
1: Uh, nothing crazy. I think like one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <Interesting>. That's <laughs> what that, still... I think.
0: I think that's what Blind Mike gets paid for for a month,
1: right? It, so, you know. basic, and it's good therapy too. Like I do a lot of yeah. self deprecating humor. Uh, that's always what I've been into. Obviously, if you just follow me on Twitter, it's a lot of you know stuff like that. So it's it's good. To, I've always had a great sense of humor. And it's it's cool yeah. to you know play off that with people on, on Twitter and when you're doing you know live shows and, and things like that.
0: Yeah, what was the first joke that you absolutely just fucking you said it and it just crushed that just so, I nailed it yeah.
1: nailed that. So without going into like the whole joke, I did this joke uh, where I would match with this blind girl on Tinder. Um, and it, <laughs> the, the whole situation basically is like, how could we ever actually hang out because who's going to drive, you know, like how do I sit in the passenger seat and describe the road Give to directions, her? yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Left, left yeah.
1: And then, uh, like one of the punchlines is, you know, we're approaching a red light and I'm like red and she's like, I don't know what red is. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps driving.
0: <laughs> uh, and that, that fucking crushed.
1: Yeah, it's like this whole situation that like I paint before I even get into it, but yeah, it's it's a good joke. That's the first time that I was like, okay, I think I can actually, you know, do this as a as a thing, you know.
0: On the opposite side of the spectrum, what was the one joke they went in there and it just fucking people got up and left.
1: Uh nobody's ever gotten up and left, but the worst that you can do is just getting silence. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and I remember booze, right? Oh, it's way worse because I'd rather at least booze, like you can play off of. Like you can like have that as like a rapport with the crowd, or you know, pick on them if if they yeah. are being too soft or something like that. But if you get just crickets, it's a very uncomfortable feeling, and you can't just stop your joke because that's even worse. You know, you got to kind of just, just gotta power through, through and just eat it, and then hopefully the next one you can kind of build momentum again with them. Uh, but I told one once, and it's still a funny premise to me. And I just don't think, because it was when I first started doing comedy, I don't think I worked it out fully, but it was if you lost a family member on 9-11, okay. but they weren't involved with the travesty that happened on 9-11, do you feel like you were a little cheated in your grief? And like I drew on like some examples of where that could go, and I'll defend the premise. I think the premise. No, that's a, that's, be a, that's, funny. A, that's
0: a that's a that's a funny and unique premise. You definitely didn't steal that from anybody. No, I like that. Fuck whoever. Who, fuck whoever didn't give you a reaction to that.
1: Right. Like that's I don't does. know that I half my jokes. If I find them hilarious, I'll tell them, and that's all that really matters. Is like if yeah. I can make myself laugh. But I I still think that's a good premise, and that it could be built on.
0: Hey, well, keep work keep uh, you know, working on it. Don't give up on that. That's like that's a decent little premise. Yeah, if who do you think so if you you and blind mike had you had to just commit to it 100%, you couldn't make money elsewhere, who would be a more successful uh stand up comedian, you think?
1: Well, I think actual comedian I think I would be funnier but oh, no, I, I thought you
0: would be like like soft but oh I think it'd be like even no no no, no. I I
1: I think I'm I, I would be funnier as far as stand-up comedy goes but Mike uh as a duo I think me and Mike are pretty hilarious uh just the the whole Situation and the chemistry that yeah, we had. A
0: situation right there
1: between you those two. those Saco videos that we did yeah. were were hilarious and in my opinion, especially like the no, sound and music it. and know that it
0: was there like um we're like genuinely like that was one of the highlights of the show.
1: Yeah, but I think Mike, I I really hope he starts doing that booking of comedy shows that he mentioned uh, a little while back on the show that he wanted to get into because I feel like that's the side of it that he can really excel at. Because he knows comedy and he knows what a good comedy special is. I loved yeah. going on Drop the Mic. I wish he still did that show. Um, yeah, yeah. I enjoy his opinions on comedy. So I think he would do an awesome job at booking shows and being on, like, the agent kind of side of it. And putting together, yeah. like, maybe a club promoter or, th- or you know, something along Why those like lines. Well, I
0: comedy is like... Um- food critics who know good food, but they can't cook themselves. <laughs> I don't you know? know.
1: Mike's hilarious on the show though. That's a different yeah, type of comedy that, that he does. That's
0: different than when you have to quarterback it. I always, yeah. I've always said this. I I, I talked to Craig about it. I think, Kirk, I think the Kirk show without blind Mike on a scale of one to 10, Dave Portnoy scaled like a seven, but you add blind Mike in there. It's, it's an automatic nine. You might, you'll yeah. get your occasional tens. He just knows how to riff off Kirk. Um, You know, he's not definitely not a solo talent, but he, he just knows, he he feels him out like perfectly. He knows how to get this reaction out of him, how to continue a story. He's, I think the shows are a gazillion and, times better. And
1: he picks his spots so well, too, for like his jokes. You mm-hmm. never feel like he's trying to dominate the conversation or anything. He's really found his uh, his chemistry with Kirk yeah. in that fashion, which is, which for me, I, I love when it's uh, Mike on the show versus anybody else in that chair.
0: For sure. Who would you, if if you were in a bizarre world, right, where you could walk and you were the producer of the Minahan show, who would you have be the third the third wheel in that? So blind Mike, him, and just say the producer's off air. Who would be the third chair that you think would be most entertaining?
1: With blind Mike? Yes. Ooh. Uh, without doing like a cliche casting couch thing, I always enjoy when somebody like Steve from Providence um or somebody along those lines is in there. Uh, I do – I liked the Jared shows when they first started. because They got the, they
0: got stale quick.
1: The stories were all fresh and, like, he, yeah. he had some hilarious things that he offered, like him trying to, like, challenge himself to eat ravioli in two minutes or less on, yeah, the, yeah, like, a yeah, first yeah. date. That was – Things
0: that, like that, was, that, things like a that are funny pull. stories. That's a great pull. Yeah, a thousand percent. But once those dry up and you're left over. with somebody who only knows baseball and quite literally nothing else, it's like, what are we doing here?
1: and and i'm sorry but regardless of what you feel about what menners or Visionist dave said i mean i'm the first one that like people say terrible things to anybody in this world and on my scale that's like a 5 or a 6 what they said and like you can scales, you can I think knock your, them your scale's too strict i think that's like I, a fucking <laughs> soft 3 but you know what i'm saying like you got to have a little thicker skin Whoa. and 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 I'm not anybody to say, like, Jared's, like, too big to get upset with that. But, like, dude, you got, like, hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter, and you're going to retweet yeah. somebody that got 12 views <laughs> dude, before you retweeted you
0: it. You have the job that people would cut off limbs for. I'm telling you, that what happened with that situation, I've said it before, is it almost comes off like he's had a job that you never had to really relate to the real world. That's all that is. He's had a job where he's been put on a pedestal, and it's been – so, anytime he gets criticism, he's not. We're, but you and I have definitely heard shit talk to us, criticism, because we're a part of the real world. You more so than me, because you, you know, we're born, you know, unfortunately with this, with this thing. But we know criticism. We have thick skin. He got exposed for being so fucking soft during that. Like, dude, and if you don't like it, ignore it. But the fact that he was so soft that he could not ignore it really, really is telling.
1: So, like, if somebody tweets something at me, and especially when I was doing, like, the whole Senate campaign thing, I would get a lot of, like, both sides. Like, either people were in support or not in support, and I would get ones that they weren't even trying to be funny, and they were just saying, you know, like, terrible things. But the only thing you either do is either make a joke out of it because it immediately diffuses the situation and shows that you— aren't taking it seriously, which the person sending it probably isn't really taking it seriously either, or you just ignore it. And then it goes away anyways, but by retweeting it and making like a whole tweet about it. Now thousands of people are seeing what they said instead of like the 15 or 20 that originally did.
0: Yeah. It just, it it, it, thousand percent backfires and it it avoids, you know, it it, 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 actually, you know, you
1: just avoid it. You'd be better off. And I think Jared's a good dude, you know, know, Oh no, no, he's, he's a
0: very nice guy. Um, And I don't say this to me, but there's not much to him. Like, if you took away baseball from Jared, you're dealing with essentially a corpse.
1: I just don't like the – oh, I don't want to talk about that. Like, when they brought up his grandfather, they brought up, like, women, and, like, he's very, like – the conversation just dies, and it's funny at first yeah. when Kirk tries to get it out of him, and like, but you well, can't, you maybe, can't
0: repeat that. You can't repeat that that many
1: times. You can't, and like, then it never gets brought up again because they know it's just going to end there. It's yeah. just, I thought, I, I, I thought him it's and just not was, the show for it. It's not him, the show for it. Him and Whitney were pretty
0: good back and forth.
1: I liked him and Whitney. Um, I would do once in a while with Whitney. I think that's one of those that if he was yeah. in there like once a week, it would wouldn't Wait, who, be so the who best. Would
0: be, who would be that? That official, if you had a pick, not like a rotating thing, not like a casting couch. By the way, as soon as you said casting couch, I just thought of porn.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, Steve from Providence, Quantum Week Chris. Um,
0: full-time? Like in there once a week, no doubt about it?
1: I don't think I'd want anybody in there full-time other than Mike, to be honest. I, I would just, if they're going to, if Mike can't, for whatever reason, do three shows a week and they need to bring in somebody on Friday, I yeah. really think some sort of a rotation – of people that are still interesting on air would be yeah. would be good, you know. Well, like
0: question, I usually have an answer. Like, oh, well, this is what I think. I I don't think I don't think there's a clear cut number three at all.
1: I don't either, which is why I can't really single yeah, yeah. one. You know, I I just I other than Mike, I don't have a clear cut. Like, I need this guy on there. I mean, I'm in. You know, I I don't know how you feel, but I I'm a huge Corano guy too. I, oh, uh,
0: yeah. No, I like. Listen, I like Toronto a lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. I like Coronado. I think he gets un, un, you know, unneeded hate. You know, he he was. Listen, he was incredibly soft on Twitter. You know, he speaking like shout out to uh, Jared, who's also soft. He brought a bunch of people, but listen, his intents are always good, and he's a nice guy.
1: He's a talented guy. He's never he's not been it. what he is though. Like Toronto yeah, really is though. that person. You're getting it it still makes me laugh that he'll shoot somebody a message that's a paragraph about like, "Hey, you follow this person? I don't want to do this, so I'll let you yeah, unfollow yeah, yeah. him. But if not, then I have to block you." And whether he's justified or not in his mind, just that premise is funny that's real. To me. That's that's a and that's really him. You oh, know? yeah, and he and he we, stands by it. You know, we
0: learned in middle school never worked, by the way. But we always learned that if you get bullied, you have to use. It's called the iMessage. And no one used it past second grade. It's like, hey, I don't like it when you call my mom a whore. Like, I don't, I f- I don't like it when you say this. He's a grown-ass adult still using the iMessage, essentially.
1: And what does that make the rest of the kids do? They focus in on the oh. thing that you don't <laughs> want to be called.
0: <laughs> you know, the worst advice we've ever gotten. We had, like, a, honestly, like, a, a huge thing in our gym, like, auditorium. And they're like, hey, like, this is how you address bullying. And we're all looking at like, if anyone uses this, we're going to fucking kill you guys. Right. But, yeah, no, but he's a grown ass man um, with a Brazilian wife using the iMessage. And hey, got more more power to him. But uh it, oh so how was we, we touched on it earlier, how was the uh the 5K with Mike? Like at any point were you honestly scared for your life?
1: There was one time that we were hitting the second half of the 5k and I was looking up and we were we had to go into a parking lot because the sidewalk ended and like kind of became grass down at Castle Island. So we went into the parking lot and there was we didn't know it, but still open to traffic. So I look up and I see this oh, like no. rather large truck coming towards us <laughs> and Mike's just God. continuing on his way. Oh, and no. it was far enough away at first that uh, we were trying to get the stream yard to get into Steve at the time to work. Yeah because we had terrible service out there. So I'm trying to load that. And every now and then I keep looking up and the truck's getting closer and closer. And then I hear Tim and Canton yell from behind him, uh, like, Mike, that's a truck. <laughs> 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 Mike just kind of veers off to the right. And I was like, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Jesus, yeah that's, yeah, that's mortifying. That was funny content. That was a great premise. And um, to be honest with you, it sounded, I don't know much about your condition, but that honestly sounds like if you do that, once a week, you'd be dead by month four. <laughs>
1: Honestly. Like, that was dangerous. It, it it was in the sense that if I were to like tip over in my wheelchair, like, yes, yeah. I could technically get hurt. But it, it's really not like the wind blows too hard and like I break a bone right? or no, yeah, yeah, like that.
0: anything there might be something you don't even see that fucking big crack in the, in the pavement. And oh, just, absolutely. Flying.
1: That, that was my biggest fear was we were going to be getting steam and all of a sudden you hit like a pothole or something yep. and then it's yeah, game how over.
0: <laughs> how would it not be? So tell me a little bit, not sound like ignorant about your condition, but I honestly, I know you're in a wheelchair and that's where it starts. That's where it ends. Tell me a little bit about your, your condition.
1: So I have what's called osteogenesis imperfecta. Uh, brittle bones is basically like the the term that you know I okay. use growing up. Um, so before I hit puberty, I broke probably thirty to forty bones um, when I was younger, just in various ways. Because when you're a kid, you don't know your limitations, you don't know cause and effect, and you know what you can and can't do. So. Uh, when I was younger, that was definitely something that I ran into, but as I got older, I probably since high school have only broken like two bones. Um, so it really hasn't been that big of a detriment to like my life. Yeah. I mean, I still, you know, went to college, I still work full time and, you know, do other things on the side. I mean, I own a house. Um, there you, go. It, you know, it's just, it's m- helped to make me who I am though. Mm-hmm. A, a, in a no, weird brace. way. Because my parents especially always raised me as somebody that was like, all right, it's not going to be a reason why you can't, you know, obviously you can't physically do certain things, but get really good at things you can do and, you know, you'll be, you'll be fine. So
0: they raise you to be, have it be a part of you, not who you are.
1: Exactly. So it, that's why I got into broadcasting. I loved sports. Obviously I couldn't play them like yeah. competitively growing up. How did
0: you end up being a fucking Bronco fan?
1: So I was a huge Peyton Manning fan. I started as a Drew Bledsoe fan, and then – my I, Jets.
0: My, by the way, my Jets – ironically, this is how bad my sport teams are. My Jets ruined my life football-wise for killing Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah,
1: Mo Lewis. Yeah, imagine that, though. Like, you were probably, like, super pumped to that game, and then that just kicked off 20 years of torment. There's and no in reason. a weird way, it kicked off 20 years of torment for me because I hate the Patriots.
0: Uh, you're surrounded by those idiots. Yeah, you must fucking be miserable.
1: So I chose after Drew Bledsoe was was out of the picture. I chose Peyton Manning as my guy, and that that set up a, a whole rivalry with like all my friends. And you know, it ended up being a lot of fun when he was, you know, between the Colts and the Broncos, and all the years that you know they were competitive with the Patriots. And then once he retired, I mean, I just burnt too many bridges, so I had to. Had to stick with the Broncos. <laughs> I don't
0: blame you. I was always curious about that. By the way, we're making a big, big move. My girlfriend is going to bed at eight seventeen, so that just threw everything off. So, Ted, do me a favor. I got to mute the TV. Give yep. me fifteen seconds. Give me your. Give me a funny joke for fifteen seconds.
1: Fifteen seconds for a funny joke. Um. I feel like right now, when Kirk leaves, and we're left with Blind Mike and Steve uh, talking in the studio.
0: Yeah, it was tough. I put you in a really tough position, but
1: and guys, they're just kind of sitting out. around like uh, Bitcoin's. Uh, Bitcoin's certainly uh, making a move. <laughs>
0: there we go. Yeah, Move, move straight downwards. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's got thrown off there. But so is your condition. Like, I mean, can can you do you fuck do you
1: fuck? I do. I do. I I've actually been with my girlfriend for over four years now. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's no, there's no issues there.
0: <laughs> there you go. So so can you, do you feel like if I, if, if you got stung on the, the shin, would you feel it?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I have full feeling and legs and That's every other part. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it stinks when you break a bone because obviously you feel it like anybody would when, when you break a yeah. bone. Um, but as I said, as I got older, it never, it's rare as now as if as I were.
0: What's, what's dating like with, um, give me your situation.
1: Uh, it was definitely different. And that was part of my, my Tinder joke that I, I used yeah. to do. Um, because I would feel obligated to before any sort of meetup. <laughs> like, yeah. By the Tinder, way <laughs> that to like, but like, how do you just declare it? You know? So what I would do is I would make it like the last photo. So if you're like swiping through the photos, it's just like, bam, wheelchair. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's- <laughs> you know? You and then just, that. you can't hide
0: that in terms of the meeting. It's like,
1: right. And then, you know, worst comes to worse. You know, you can just make them feel bad and be like, listen, I only got a year.
0: Oh my <laughs> <God>. You said <laughs> you sick puppy. That's what I want to ask you. So I didn't realize I was like, yo, know, you know, I knew about you, but I asked people like, like, uh, who know you know, a little more, I was like, you know what, you know, tell me a little about Ted, like what's his deal. And yeah, someone casually said like, not even not like to talk about it, but they're like, yeah, by the way, like, He's almost on borrowed time. I was like, what do you mean? That that affects your life expectancy? Uh,
1: honestly, I have no idea. I, I actually met somebody with my disorder that was, like, 90 years old. Um, oh, hell yeah,
0: that's real encouraging. Okay, good.
1: Yeah, so I like to make the joke just because, like, the premise okay. is funny to me. So, like, last year on my birthday, like, I tweeted out, uh, you know, it's my 30th birthday or as my doctor calls it, the expectancy year. Oh. And like, it's just funny for me on Twitter to like say shit like that. You, yeah, know? you might as
0: well listen. If, you, if you're born with it, you might as well make, make light of it.
1: And and people will be like, oh, that's funny. Is it? Is it actually true? It is.
0: That's it, the only way you can look at it. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's funny. It's when, I, when I heard that, I was like, Jesus Christ. I didn't, I did not expect that whatsoever. But I uh, just semi semi-ish related. How did you get into? Because when I think of Bush Light now, I think of you.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. So it started when I was in college as being a really cheap beer that you could get like a thirty for seventeen dollars, and yeah. obviously everybody's poor in college. So uh, the best would be though that like you could show up with thirty of them to a party, put them in the fridge, and nobody would really take them yeah so oh, like if you if you put like you know bud light in there or whatever like everybody's drinking it yeah so like people just end up like grabbing yours and everything even some so damn
0: keystones might get jacked
1: it, yeah exactly but it's the best beer that you can even offer people you're like oh i got bush light in there and they're like oh, i'm good thank you though Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's not to say anything against the beer i genuinely do love the beer it's just a lot of people don't like think like you know you know what I could really go for right now a bush light you know you except know,
0: me. Well, I was at my liquor store. I was like, right, I'm gonna be on tent tonight. Like, I have to do bush
1: lights. Yeah. And I was walking through this. I was walking through the section, looking,
0: looking around, looking, looking, around. They only had a thirty. So guess what? Guess how many beers I have now? Thirty. Thirty bush lights here. So.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, so, I'm sure your girlfriend's thrilled that you're taking up a uh, entire shelf in the fridge with thirty bush lights. <laughs> she's lived with me for three years
0: now, so. That's probably number thirteen on our complaint list about me. So that's fair. Yeah, she's she has a lot a lot bigger problems to worry about. What would what would be your so say you got convicted of a murder? What would be your last meal and your last drink?
1: Uh my last drink would be a bushlight, of course. Last meal. Oh, uh probably a big uh thing, uh spaghetti. I'm a I'm a huge spaghetti guy. You don't look Italian. Uh I think I'm like a, a mutt when it comes to like yeah. nationality. I'm not like I, I got Irish. I got uh, some Italian. My what mom's actually my ma- my mom was adopted, so we don't even know, you oh. know what what her you know lineage was or anything like that. What
0: kind of what kind of uh, pasta are we talking? Are we talking about pan We talking about spaghetti?
1: Oh no, I'm a spaghetti guy. I'm really? a, I'm a, you're, like you're, a spaghetti you're a rare, and meatballs. you rare breed right there too. Yeah, no, I don't, I mean, I'll eat any pasta, don't get me wrong, I mean, clearly, I got like double chin going on, um, not oh. just from the bush lights,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, no,
1: I like linguine, I like spaghetti, fettuccine, anything. You're not a penne guy? I'll eat it, you know, it's just not on the top of my list. Uh, um, I love, I
0: think penne's the, if you're going to go crush, too. if you're going to crush pasta like, no like no meat with it, I think penne and sauce is the the way to go.
1: I got one for you, so it's two AM and you're hammered. What what is your go to uh drunk meal? So you guys don't have this over
0: there. We have a we have a I guess it's technically a meat called pork roll. Mm-hmm. And it's like a breakfast meal. But um it's quick, but it requires about five minutes of your time. Throw it on the throw it on the pan, flip it over twice, pork roll, cheese
1: on uh on uh, some nice bread we'll, we'll get you till you wanna go. Okay. I went to went to school with like fifty percent Jersey kids. So, so you've
0: heard you definitely they they might have called it Taylor Hand.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's either or. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's literally where you grew up. It's uh you know that, that's the If not that, I always I always I'm always freshly stacked with uh some hot pockets. Hot pockets. Yeah. From Classic. really trying to get like greasy with it though and like really like be like a dirt bag. Uh that air fire has changed the game for late night eating. So I'll what fuck it, what, around what and throw of... some, I'll throw some Frenchies in there and throw some cheese on there and some gravy and just have disco fries at fucking 2 a.m.
1: I don't know. Nothing really hits better than Taco Bell at, at that, at that time. Yeah,
0: if you, if you don't have access to it, I'm talking if you strictly come home.
1: If you you're making food. food,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm a Taco Bell. We talked about this like episode like 11, like talking loud, saying nothing, guys. I'm a Taco Bell breakfast guy, which is, seems to be a dime in a dozen. I don't know why. I've never had Taco Bell breakfast. Can you do me a favor? Can you try it this week? I will. The breakfast burritos are unbelievable. The breakfast quesadillas are just as good. It is, it sounds gross. I get it. I'll be the first to concede that. I'll never pretend that like it doesn't sound not sound gross.
1: If you go to brunch, though, like they always have like breakfast burritos and things like that, and you'll order it no problem, you know. So and they just
0: don't have Taco Bell's name attached to it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so you have this stigma with the stigmas earned. I mean, you know, Taco Bell. I get it. You know, I I completely uh comprehend it. But um
1: That's what I'm yeah, trying no. to do with like Bush Light though. I'm trying to be the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Yeah,
0: so, so actually actually I have I don't know if you see this, I have written down notes in, like little like little kids' handwriting. So what is and this is not like really, I don't know if this is mean or whatnot, but with the Olympics, I think, and we're about to have the Special Olympics. What would be better than a Special Olympics commercial with you strolling up drinking Bush Light if you're Bush Light?
1: Like, what, exactly what
0: more, what more are you looking for
1: <laughs> i crossed the finish line and then just like
0: yep. <laughs> what, literally <laughs> it's, it's it's that simple
1: yeah yeah no it would uh it, it, it would be an amazing commercial even just like i've i've tried to like message them on twitter because like they'll do this thing where they tweet at me or like retweet me and then like i'll actually like shoot them a message and be like listen. I don't know who runs your marketing or <laughs> anything like that, but here's my direct email and I have like pitches of commercials that I would like to give you. And yeah. like, what's the worst that they could say? Like they bring it to somebody and they say no, yeah. but then, then I get no reply. So.
0: And they can't have that many people DMing them.
1: I can't imagine, you There's know, like stuff. if anything, like you just tweet at them, but nobody's actually you know like shooting. DMs. Do,
0: and this might be against who you are, but. Just come out as a little fucking. You're not only do you have the condition you have, but you're also, you're trans. <laughs> Just come out as a little trans, you know, crippled kid. <laughs> okay, listen, yeah, they they'd have to. Say, All right, fuck. All right, respond to this kid. He's got it. What are his demands? You can ask for
1: a million bucks. I might give it to you. It's true. It's but, you true. Know, that's true. That's true. Instead kind of, of gender assignment. fluid. I'm not gender fluid. I'm bush fluid. <laughs> Say, ooh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, don't love that, <laughs> that, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that campaign in 2021 is gonna take off. I sure. Maybe like I 10 should... years ago it would have, but not now. Yeah, I don't know. 10
0: years, dude. The the climates. So, are you are you? Pl- do you give a fuck about politics?
1: Uh, I mean, I I follow it. Like, um, I, I have like YouTube channels oh. I I listen to and stuff like that. But well,
0: okay, go. What <laughs> Who, who do you listen to?
1: I'm a big fan of Actual Justice Warrior on on YouTube. So he he kind of does like uh, you know, it's like conservative leaning, but oh, um
0: but he know, That's
1: how you roll so, unintended. Yeah. So, I'm not like super into politics. I I would say like I would be pretty liberal socially, um but I'm very conservative like policy-wise, I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what he does that I find funny is he breaks down, like, Young Turks videos and just kind of shits all over, like, oh, there, things there, they there say on their show. There. So yeah. it's almost like it's politics, but it's also kind of, like, comedy. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of intertwined.
1: Yeah, I actually, <laughs> a while ago, I actually introduced uh, Kirk's brother, Adam, to actual Justice Warrior. Yeah, he's, a loony,
0: so. he's, a, he's a conservative loony tune. Yeah, I follow
1: him. <laughs> So I know he watches yeah. it, too.
0: Yeah, you you know you would like and I think he's the best. I try to show him to everybody knows uh you ever heard of Fleckus? No. Fleckus F L E C C A S. Fleckus talks. He's a, he's like a fat he looks like a probably a liberal and he just goes around and he just interviews people just about he lets he's a conservative so he lets liberals talk themselves into the corners. Like, hey, we're at Pride Month, and uh, you know, what do you think about you know, women competing in men's sport? it it's just it's casual hell, but he just lets people talk themselves in the corners. It is he, you'd, I mean, anybody, he, you, you'd love him. Watch, tell you what, tomorrow get some fucking taco Bell breakfast, watch some Fleckus, have a day of it. All right, for you, is, for you, should, I will. That should be <laughs> on the agenda, but he's he's funny. Yeah, but dude, politics when we were growing up, politics was like kind of like a, a hidden thing. But now it's everywhere. It's it's inserted. No matter where you look, it's like, well, here we go. Politics is here. Politics is there. You can't avoid it.
1: No, it's it's all. Everybody thinks about and they actually like. Act, the fact that you judge people based on it now is yeah. such a weird thing because we never grew up with that. Hell no, um, no, not no, not at all. I remember it being like, oh, who'd you know? Who would you vote for? And then you just move on after that. But like now, it's. You know you're you know bad person yeah. if you do this or don't before, do this. Before, and you,
0: before you find out somebody's name, who did you vote for? You know.
1: Yeah, like, exactly.
0: You didn't know my fucking name yet? Like, God damn. But
1: but it's funny that you brought up like this. Female wants to be in like male sports. I can't hear any of those discussions without picturing the Jerry voice because of Kurt Schodow, where hear, it's just so, like, you,
0: did you hear that like live-ish? What What do you mean? Did you hear like when that when the original thing happened at W.E., Like, were you like a listener?
1: Uh, so I, d- I was not. So I joined okay. at the very end of Kirk and Callahan. Okay. And how I got into Kirk is because my dad was an everyday Kirk and Callahan listener. I mean, he listened to it when it was Dennis at Callahan. And then when Kirk came yeah. on, he you know became like a huge fan. And I remember like every day he would listen uh, at home on the podcast version because he would work during the actual show. But every day when it went into podcast form, he would, you know, listen later on that day to it. And when Kirk went to barstool sports, that's obviously when, um, I was already a barstool fan. So that's when I, I started listening all the time.
0: What was your first, like I I said, I've been barstool fan forever. What was your first thing where you saw barstool do something? All right. I, I, I like love this.
1: I would say it was probably my freshman year of college around them. They were doing all, like, the blackout tours, and it wasn't so much, like, those that I was super into, but they were one of the only sites that were as updating content daily that I found funny, Uh, like, reading people, like, old pres blogs. KFC, for as much as he has become... He's turned
0: into a whiny asshole. Yeah, as much as he's become a
1: whiny asshole... Back yeah. in the day, when he would write blogs and go to war yeah. with like the blindos, and he went to war oh. with like Hondurans at one point, yeah. it, it was just like he was the original like mouthpiece yeah. for like the cancel culture. And now it's, sure. it's 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 such a shame that he became what he did. Dude, you know, yeah, but he, I get it. He's smarty. He, he's made millions. Like I get it. <laughs> that wife gets
0: a lot of those millions. I'll tell you she, that she
1: does. I mean, that's what happens. You know, when when you cheat on her when she's pregnant. But <laughs> Dude,
0: when, that, when that shit broke, I remember it was like, "Oh my god! Like, what an idiot!" Yep, that was bad. And you knew you, you, you look at a postman. You always have one comment still bring it up. And they get like a billion likes. Like yeah. that is such a tough
1: look. He was my original favorite person at Barstool, though. Like those early years, KFC was probably my favorite. Uh, we still, like, I, we, yeah, we still blogging. and still like had a regular job like in a cubicle when he just still it's blogging. Yep, and, and the creation of like mail time and all the mail time voicemails, all that stuff. I can't
0: I can't I can't Final don't do
1: it for me. He's just never been that interesting. I'm a I'm a fan of like interesting characters and I just he's good he's okay when it's with KFC especially in the early years i've I haven't listened in years to KFC radio or yeah. anything that the two of them done it's just become something that I wasn't i I, I don't know if it doesn't fit my life anymore or yeah yeah if it's grew just, yeah you know it's just not something I don't even listen to part of my take anymore no when part I, of my take first came out
0: off guys and we that yeah. literally verbatim exact same thing
1: that was the original Barstool podcast that I was super into the first, like, year and a half it was out. Like, we listened
0: every day, like, verbatim, like, the clockwork. Oh, it's coming out. You listen to it. And then we all, I think we all slowly faded away. I lost interest during, um... I think I lost, over time I lost interest, but when I realized, like, all right, like, the PF, uh, PFT got a little bit annoying, but yeah. when when Dan cried himself to sleep over the Portnoy Trump interview, I was like, all right, like, all right, I, Okay, what are we we
1: doing here? And uh, and he delivered that like nine-minute weird rant about how he wasn't discussed. Like it wasn't discussed with him ahead of time and all this different stuff. I'm like, regardless of who the president is, you're a media company and the president is going to do an interview with you. It might help your numbers. It might. And, it, and it's just the fact that i know for a fact if obama like 3 uh, years before that said hey i want to come on pmt and pick yeah. my march madness bracket on oh, your right. show they would have had that on everything yep.
0: with no by the way with no opposition
1: oh yeah. absolutely but just because you know it was trump and you know portnoy well,
0: you, were, you were taught you were taught to hate the big mad the big bad uh, orange guy you were met with opposition Yeah, and yeah, I kind of lost it. PFT. So now, if you you remove that, I still have the back of my memory. I'm trying to ignore it, but so big cat is like, he he comes off as apolitical, although we know he's not. PFT makes these little snide remarks that aren't that funny or witty. He's he he. I think he's became like annoying.
1: And it's a shame because he used to go to both conventions and like sneak in as a reporter oh, yeah. and yep. try to regardless of if it was republican or democrat like try to get them to sound stupid because he's like he is smart you know he is a smart quick-witted guy he is, he is witty, but now it's just all one-sided or he, he tries to play this character that you can tell it's not really him and i don't know ever since yeah. kirk's show i just can't listen to the interviews that they do with sports people anymore because <laughs> it's so yeah, it's just enough. i i have like kirk's voice in the back of my head of like why are they fangirling over the running back for I know, you I know, know, I know whatever team
0: it's like one of the downsides listen to the show it's like i now think that way and i never used to and i wish i kind of still did i wish i could revert back to those old days but um
1: i do so like what? when they have like the long brothers or somebody on though because you get uh like they're just actual just guys you know, yeah. you can tell they're just friendly. Or even Blake Griffin, like, he's funny when he's on that show.
0: I love Blake boy I think Blake Bortles is fucking hilarious. Yeah, Blake
1: Bortles. The, the reading club that they did. Uh, the Wikipedia club. It's a hilarious yeah, premise. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The video, uh, one of, the, like, the funniest uh, barstool videos of all time, I think, is when Big Cat was at the Little League World Series, like, the, the black family from, like, Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hilarious. like, such a funny, authentic, like, great video. And, yeah, barstools come a different – they. It is what it is. They they've grown, they've progressed, but original Barstool with fucking Portnoy putting on like a catcher's mitt and like a a smock and just blocking
1: Original bar stool was, was great. Or they had to do the uh, big cat could only eat burritos for Portnoy pizza. Yeah, and they yeah. they just whoever could break first, and that they went was, like over a cold. month and recorded videos every day and. It, like, that stuff was good. That was good content. Oh,
0: it was golden. There was uh, a big cat with uh, the, the Lions fans.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah just all decked out in their, like, fortress uniforms.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was fucking, that was quality stuff. So how do you feel about um, the minute? How do you feel with uh, Cully's um, start so far to the uh, the Kirk show?
1: I think they're still getting their chemistry down. Um, I think I think the show, no matter what, will be good. I was a big Steve guy. Oh. Uh Steve was always good to me and no, I actually yeah. I actually like the fact that Steve oh. was not a fan of Kirk before he was on the show. It was an interesting dynamic that I think held in its own way a little bit of I don't know, like Kirk like needed to like learn more about Steve. You know, like he, yeah, he had sure. such a weird thing about him, like how can you be 30 lower thirties in age and not know like anything in pop culture, nothing say you played all these sports, like at a very competitive level and just know nothing about any terminology related to none of the vernacular. It was like, it's, it's, it's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. I just find him to be such an interesting character. And I know
0: him dumping, dunking the basketball two hands is so weird.
1: Yeah, it's 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 just so bizarre. And then the whole thing about how he played tennis all through high school, and then you watch him play, and it was like, what? Like, has this guy ever played anything?
0: And luckily, he just touched down on Earth, and he, like, picked up a tennis racket.
1: Right, and, like, then you have not even that, but aunts and aunts is obviously a classic whole episode and you know you always attend a funeral if you're invited um but even even the poetry episode where he a month earlier was acting all pretentious about poetry or said said he hates poetry when they were talking the whole mhb thing and then you know after that he talks about how you know, if you don't like poetry, you're just being an asshole. Yeah. And then they ask him what his favorite poem is, and he says, The Bible and Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. Yes, it's just. Yeah, that's, that's, and that, by the way, that's not a stick. That's just authentic weirdo. It's actually the behavior. first things that came to his head, yeah. and it's a type of comedy that you can't teach or even try no. to do. Yes, like no, he, that's he, was I, just, he was
0: not trying to be. There was no intent to be able to be funny. You no. know, I, I'll forever miss Steve. I think so. I wish Steve, uh, before he lost interest in the show, would have been the best um, the best way to keep the show going. But listen, he lost interest. He's, he's on to a next adventure. And I, I think Colin, you know, I love Colin. He's a good guy. He should, you know, maybe separate himself from some red-headed fellas, but it is
1: what it is. You <laughs> yeah, right? I, I, you know,
0: it is what <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> that episode even occurred, I was just like, it, it went according to plan, but when you actually hear about it, you're like, oh.
1: And, you know, those guys did it because they knew that, like, it timed perfectly with, uh, you know, Cull- Cullinane being the new producer. So let- let's have RK on because, you know, he's going to do his typical, you know, RK type of, type of stuff where he just wants yeah. the best for Cullinane. And now so all his weird. ideas get to make it on the show. So, <laughs>
0: dude, so fucking weird. Yeah, he's, and uh, Dude, I saw... he so... People were giving um that, like, above-average Mick guy, like, he—well, dessert. He was annoying as fuck on Twitter. And Kelleher, in the responses, goes, hey, listen, man, I get it. DM me. I'll help you out. It's like, yeah what? what
1: But unlike those guys, like, I feel like Kelleher at least listens to the show, like, every single show. Those guys, I, I don't think they actually listen no, to the show. No, they're looking for—they
0: think they are— Barstool material, they're in the minor leagues for barstool
1: and they're waiting to get the big call up. Right. So I mean the the K Marco stuff is a tough look. That that that's he has no power at Barstool. If
0: if they acted like they knew it was a tough look and owned it, but they're like, you know, but like yeah, it is, but this is why we did this. Like, no, 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 you already lost. Just say, hey, listen, this is what we did. It's in the past. Fuck K Marco, but they didn't. They didn't have the by the way, those guys. That kid, I I hate that
1: kid, Mac. Yeah, is he the one that did like I don't even know them. Did is he the one no, that did no the rant man. that they played on the show? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, did, the whole cutting, Kirk? the like, whole cutting a WWE promo on on Twitter is just something that's just. I don't know. It's it's not a type of humor for me. I guess
0: no. It's not a type of humor for anybody. He fucking was annoying. He he stuck it. Stinks.
1: I'll listen to anybody that I find interesting. Like even if like other people like don't like them or anything, but I just don't find them them very interesting. No,
0: no, not at all. They're fucking brutal. Uh, yeah, absolutely brutal. But um, let's. I, I ran through my little sheet with you. I appreciate it. Uh i found you interesting it's the first time i heard about you like a year ago so it was nice to actually talk to you hear a little bit more about you and um i I greatly appreciate it thank you for coming on
1: i appreciate you having me man thank you
0: yeah absolutely and uh, you follow me on twitter now so that's that's a nice that's a nice thing
1: yeah i didn't even realize i couldn't get like dms from people i wasn't following so it's it's all it's all good and that's how you know keep it that way that's how
0: you like big time people. oh
1: yeah i'm definitely going to but yeah like, i follow uh, you now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, you, so i can dm you now but yeah keep it that way big time people not that every every smoke could dm you so that's that's oh, yeah, i had it literally at you i was like people please retweet this so he sees it <laughs> that's a power move
1: yeah no i mean i'll I'll come on anybody's show so yeah but uh, i appreciate you having me on
0: yeah absolutely man well listen god bless you and uh Listen, when I I'm going to reach out to you, are you are you like a like a fan of your teams that like will will never lose or you have like a be able to take a step back like oh I like the Broncos this week or plus 3 they you to get killed.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm very real. You're I'm, objective? I'm, um, yeah, I'm I'm a realist.
0: <laughs> okay, I know the so I know the Broncos are pretty trash. I'll be I'll be asking about like prop bets like do you think this guy would do something? Do you watch every game?
1: I do. I watch uh if I'm not working, you know, I'll watch every okay. every Broncos game or I'll I'll sit there and watch Red Zone every every weekend if I can. Um yeah. but I, I'm actually a huge NBA fan, most of all. So
0: Who's your who's your the fucking Celtics? Celtics, Celtics, I like Celtics. How about the Knicks this year, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a nice pretend little season and you know, they'll always you know, <laughs> they hang they'll hang a nice banner that they got a couple home games in the playoffs, you know. Yeah,
0: the yeah. fact that, yeah, the fact that that is like, that might be the best, Nick. I'm 29. That might be like the best, best year of my, I can remember. The other one would be like, well, the spreeball years but was like six. So I was like, I don't remember that.
1: Does it suck though, knowing the entire time that like this team has zero shot, no matter like who gets it? No, injured? because
0: usually we have no shot. I mean, you just lose a thousand games. Yeah. This, we were, we were playing with house money.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I'm a Jet fan, I'm a Nick fan, I'm a Met fan, so like... Do you think they're Knick- going to
1: sign Chris Paul after the season? I was
0: against it, but the way he's been playing, give him a two, two, three-year deal, I'm okay with it. He's been playing like a fucking... Like he's playing streetball. He's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: I mean, what a... Well, that game's about to start. So I'm addicted to it. You've seen a couple tweets. I love betting P.J. Tucker
1: props you realize i saw your bet the other night where it was him to score 10 points and i i was like i don't remember him scoring double digits in a long time i looked it up after i saw your tweet it was like february it was like february 20 something (laughs) was the last time the guy scored 11 points (laughs) he's an nba starter if you're gonna give me
0: plus a thousand i'll put 20 bucks on it to get 200 bucks Every day till it eventually
1: hits. And, and they pulled it off the board because one person put an action on it, and they were like, Ugh, this is yeah, weird. Yeah. What does he know? Yeah,
0: they they <laughs> yoinked it. They, you know, yeah, that one person is always me. Yeah. So I have, I, have <laughs> him, I, I have him to get 10 points, uh, over three assists, and six rebounds. $25 gets back like $2,500. Like, I'm in. That's not bad. So I just watch these games. I just watch PJ T- It's such a bad way to watch a sporting event. I just watch a little – pudgy pj tucker run around the court that's all i do
1: you know uh moss dudley on on twitter oh yeah um he has he put a bet on um like i think it was like a 25 five dollar bet i i forget what the odds were but he can pay out like 1800 if the Suns win the uh the uh the title that he put back in march oh so he (laughs) probably had like a long-term like future like parlay it's awesome exactly so you know i mean Good for him. I mean, they look the like the favorites right now. The, the, the
0: title looks like, I think, it, I think
1: it'll be a gentleman sweep. It's literally, they're just the healthiest team right now. <laughs> that's all it is,
0: Hey, right? that, That's a part of sports. It is. If it the is. Jets won a Super Bowl because everyone else fucking, you know, got sick or whatever hurt, the next week, yeah, I mean, hey, you take what you can get. So you, mean, they, you're lucky. They'd you're actually good.
1: have to, like, survive a plague, though, to get there. Like, they, they, like yeah. the, the the rest of the teams have to die for the Jets to get there. <laughs>
0: that's that's not nice, but you know like, you're not wrong. One yeah. of my first memories of Jets football, I believe was the ninety nine AFC championship. Vinny Testa already went into uh mile high and lost. So yeah, that hat brings back like PTSD. Like even back then the Jets stink. Yeah.
1: But the I, Bills, I, yeah. I don't remember ever them being that good. Actually, Mark Sanchez, that was they lost to Peyton Manning, you know? Yeah, he, beat,
0: he beat Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in the playoff game, so. And he did. But then all the loser uh, Patriot fans was to that one gif, like, go away. The butt fumble. There's one play. Leave him alone.
1: <laughs> he is trash, though. uh
0: hopefully hopefully um soon enough thank you my friend
1: yeah no problem thank you